Good morning, everybody. Welcome back. It's Friday Coffee Talks. I am Connor, and we are here again. I hope it's been a wonderful week for you. I've got a great cup of coffee. Let's get it going. Mm. What a Friday morning it is. I seem happy now, but I was anything but last night. Um, Today's topic is something uh, not controversial. Controversial is a bad word, but I want to tell you a story about something that uh, that we experienced recently, and that would be ghost kitchens. Anybody ever heard of a ghost kitchen? We, I'd heard of them. I'd actually eaten at one once before, but Mandy hadn't. And so, let me let me tell you the tale. So, if you haven't heard, a ghost kitchen is something that used to happen like occasionally, but since the pandemic. Um, they've been actually pretty common, especially with the rise of delivery apps like DoorDash and Uber Eats and uh, Grubhub and things like that. The concept of a ghost kitchen is that a restaurant, any restaurant, can really use any kitchen to prepare their food. And so um, the one I've eaten at before was Mr. Beast Burger. So I don't know if you're a fan. Uh, we love Mr. Beast in our house. My kids love it. Um, I enjoy watching his videos. He's great. He's a YouTuber. Um, he does a lot of great philanthropic stuff, giving away money. His videos are wonderful. He came up with a concept of a restaurant called Mr. Beast Burger, but there are no Mr. Beast Burger locations um, in general. I think he had one temporarily. But anyways, you can't go to eat at a Mr. Beast Burger, but you go into Uber Eats, you go into your apps, and they'll bring the food to your house. What happens is they cook the food for Mr. Beast Burger at some other restaurant, like Buffalo Wild Wings or something like that. I think that may be the one they use. Anyways, they cook it there. They bring it to your house in a Mr. Beast burger bag. You never know the difference. There's no physical location where you can go and eat, but you can order the food on delivery apps. That's the concept of a ghost kitchen. Um, I think it's pretty cool. It, it allows for more variety. It allows for other streams of revenue for restaurants. I think it's a creative thing that probably came about during the pandemic and has served the industry very well. The story I'm about to tell is the exact opposite of that. So we get home late last night. Uh, The kids are, half of them fell asleep in the car. We stuffed some peanut butter and jellies into their their bellies so they can go to bed and just get the kids to bed. At that point, you know, everybody's kind of trying to go to sleep. It's been a a long day of adventuring for me and Mandy, and so we don't want to cook. And so we start let's, let's do Uber Eats. Let's hop on the app. So the two of us sit down, we start looking through We're like, ah, I don't know. What do you want? Like, do we go Chinese food? Do we go Thai? Do we go pizza? I don't know. We're kind of going back and forth. Some of the staples, um, we tend to gravitate towards the same things when we get delivery. Um, and all of a sudden Mandy goes, Maggiano's Buford. And I'm confused. I'm like there's not a Maggiano's in Buford. So we start looking into it. I pull it up grab the address, and we realize that the address is for a Chili's. There's not a Maggiano's near us. We love Maggiano's. We've been there before. Great food. Um, it's a great place. In fact, when Fallon wants to go on special dates to Atlanta, she always wants to go to Maggiano's. So a great place for us. And so we realize it's a ghost kitchen. I start looking into it a little bit more. Chili's and Macaroni... Chili, macaroni. Chili's and Maggiano's are owned by the same parent company. And so there's a ghost kitchen. You can order Maggiano's food that technically gets cooked at a Chili's and it gets delivered to you um, on these delivery apps. And so we start looking through and they've got a, they've got this family meal. Um, you get a, a salad and an entree and a dessert and price is right. We're like, that's what we wanted anyways. Let's do it. Let's try it. We love Maggiano's. Let's do it. And so we put in our order 
Um, chicken parmesan for myself, fettuccine alfredo for Mandy, garlic bread. We get a salad with it. Nice. You get a little um, individual hand pie. Like pretty decent deal. Like yeah, the price was good. And so we're uh, we settle in, wait for our driver to to bring our food to our house, and uh, we're looking forward to some yummy Italian food. We've had it before. The quality's great. And then it gets here. It arrives in a Maggiano's bag, and it's packaged well. I had high hopes when we start unpacking everything. Let me tell you, there are few things in life that I hate more than being disappointed by a meal. Um, I think food is one of those things that it's it's the good one of the good parts about life. Like food is meant to be enjoyed. You sit down, you enjoy the company, you have some drinks. You enjoy what you're eating. And so that's why, I mean, Mandy gives me crap for it all the time. When I'm at a restaurant, I agonize over what I want to eat because it's supposed to be fun. It's supposed to be enjoyable. And feeling like you've missed out on a good meal when there were better alternatives is like the worst for me. So that's why I hate decision making as far as like what I'm going to order. But being disappointed by a meal is like the worst to me. It just drives me nuts. So we started unpacking this, this meal. And I first notice it when I get Mandy's fettuccine Alfredo out. This stuff is, it's a, a to-go container, you know, clear lid and all. It is noodles that look dry as the Sahara, just tossed in a bucket with literally like a ladle of Alfredo sauce, just kind of casually dumped on the top, not stirred around, not mixed in. It looks runny. It looks horrible, like gross, like really gross. I'm like, oh, gosh, this is bad. So then we pull out the salads, and they look decent. It's a Caesar salad. You can't really mess those up. Get those out. Get to my chicken parmesan. It is dry penne pasta. Again, a ladle of marinara sauce kind of tossed into the top. It is not chicken parmesan. Chicken parmesan, thin breaded chicken, mozzarella, um, uh, parmesan cheese, mozzarella cheese, whatever, baked on top. You can absolutely tell. It's very clear to tell. This is Chili's food. This is a Chili's chicken sandwich with a slice of cheese melted on top and thrown on top of this pasta. Um, This is not Maggiano's food. This is Chili's food in a Maggiano bag. And nothing against Chili's. I love Chili's. They have great appetizers. They have good food, good burgers. Chili's is fine. There's nothing wrong with Chili's. But when you're expecting Maggiano's and you get Chili's, it's a letdown to put it nicely. Um, so we're like, ah, this looks bad. Like this looks pretty terrible, but we'll give it a chance. You know, we'll give it a chance. So we start eating and Mandy's like, Oh, this fettuccine is gross. She gets out some Parmesan cheese out of the um, fridge and she's like grating some Parmesan cheese to try to improve hers. Mine didn't taste terrible. I mean, Chili's chicken is fine, but it was just fine. It was nothing spectacular about it at all. The pasta was bad. The salad was mediocre. It was a salad. Um, but then we went to unwrap our breadsticks, which we expected to be breadsticks, right? Oh no, no. It was straight out of the freezer section at Kroger garlic bread. You know, the ones I'm talking about, they're like this shape. They're kind of oblong that shape, whatever. And it was garlic bread out of the freezer at Kroger. And it, even that tasted bad. The garlic bread I'm talking about, we get it every time we go to the grocery store because it's one of the only things Parker will eat. This was looked like that, but tasted bad. How do you mess up garlic bread? It's garlic and butter 
on bread. There's nothing to it. How do you make that taste bad? That sent me over the edge. Like food was disappointing. Everything was kind of gross. Then the garlic bread got messed up and I was just like, oh, it was horrible. It was so bad. Such a disappointing meal. The food was terrible. Couldn't be saved by any amount of seasoning or additions that we could make to it. Garlic bread was bad. Even the hand pies, the dessert. I've had better hand pies out of a gas station, like roller food. Um, oh my gosh, it was terrible. So um, I won't go back. I, I definitely won't do that again. Um, don't order Maggiano's off of delivery apps unless you're sure it's coming from a Maggiano's. Um, some of the burger ones, I think I can probably do. I had, I, like I said, I had good success with Mr. Beast burger previously, but, oh, don't order Maggiano's and it comes from a Chili's. Oh gosh, guys, it's, I can't tell you how disappointed I was. Uh, I might have to go get lunch today out somewhere that I really love just to kind of improve my restaurant, uh, impressions lately. I don't know. Um, it was just bad. It was just a bad experience. It was a really bad experience. So um, learn from our mistakes. Pick your poison when you're going, when you're looking at a ghost kitchen. Um, some have been good. This one happened to be really, really, really bad. So thanks for bearing with me. Um, if you have any good stories of great restaurant experiences or really bad restaurant experiences, I'd love to hear from you. Shoot me a comment. Um, I'd love to hear about it. Thanks for joining me. This has been Friday Coffee Talks. Enjoy a great cup of coffee this weekend. Get out in the sun. Enjoy the nice weather. We will catch you next week.